Hello and welcome to the VGU.TV Weekend News Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Muir. I don't know why I'm talking like this, but joining me are Greenweb. I like your uh, your announcer voice. It's very nice. Your new, your shoutcasting voice. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> you have no idea how fast my heart is pumping. <laughs> and also joining me, or joining us, Josh Miller. Hello, boys. How are you? Splendid. You know, I'm so, I, aside from that Ca- Captain Spirit video I did, like a little spiel on back in the in like a year, like last year. I should, I should really be doing more. Then do more. More what talking? Yeah, like more talking over the videos, but yeah, grab yourself a mic and do some some shoutcasting. Yeah, I, mean, I just I do... hate that word. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you you can hate you can hate that. I can hate the word influencer. <laughs> yeah, content creator. Yeah, but sadly, we are. I am one. <laughs> you know, there's nothing better. <laughs> I mean, I learned. I I recorded like. Two, two or three videos of me playing Tenfold Two. Okay, but like you're an influencer. No, dear. <laughs> okay, let's run down the upcoming releases for next week. So we've got Minecraft Dungeons for all the Ooh. major platforms. Shantae and the Seven Sirens from Way Forward. I think, or I think that's Way Forward. Yes. Yeah, for PC, Xbox, PlayStation, Switch. And the next one just had to be this one. Fantasy Star Online 2 for PC. <clears throat> because we need that more of that. People love Fantasy Star, don't they? I don't I've never played one. All I remember about Fantasy Star is every time they mentioned it on a giant bomb. And Jeff just like he just goes into a place where he just does not like he's not happy at one at all. <laughs> yeah, Jeff is literally the only reason I know anything about Fantasy Star. Yeah, and then like E3 20, 2019 he, his thing with uh Phil Spencer. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, he's he, he, he did not even start talking about Fantasy Star, and Phil's just put like raises his hand, hands in like a victory. Okay, so aside from Fantasy Star Online too, the rest are Switch titles or ports. Bioshock the Collection, Borderlands Legendary Edition, XCOM Two Collection. And Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Don't know why I said it like that, but I'm glad it is. <laughs> Those are all games that people should, like, absolutely get on if you have not yet. Yeah, especially XCOM, Bioshock. Is the Borderlands Legendary Collection, is that like all of them? Not three. That's a good question. 
I don't think three is included. I think it's one, two in the pre-sequel. So it's technically the handsome collection. I think so. Okay. Google. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, let's just move on to the the news. First story. Gamescom opening night live will kick off on August 27th. And Jeff Keighley confirmed earlier in the week in a tweet that this show would be it will is going to stream from August twenty seventh through the thirtieth, and there's going to be more news that we're going to have to talk about on this podcast. <laughs> but it is yeah. it is ironic that this I'm not going to say that or no I'll say it since the illness as I, as I call it has taken effect <laughs> just going outside for people who work It has changed a lot. Not just for gaming, but for virtually everything. What are you guys' thoughts on opening that live being like a stream only? I mean, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. It's just another thing to put down on the calendar with every other sort of streaming that is being done, whether it's through a company or a, you know, Gamescom or one we're going to be talking about here shortly. Um, It just seems there's one thing after another, and I'm not sure if I'm liking it more than E3, but it's still kind of cool. Yeah. Go ahead. (laughs) I'm, I'm kind of liking that it's, it's turning E3 more into like a festival atmosphere of like just having having months of announcements and things and everybody being able to be a part of it, which is cool because we're not we're not usually that. Like we're just you're just kind of live tweeting your reactions to it while you're watching everyone else having a good time at a big convention center. And so this is going to be really interesting to see how it goes on and. I think he had said that the uh, the Gamescom was going to be like the grand finale of his whole festival of summer ga- play fest or game fest or whatever. And so I, j- I don't know. I'm really excited to see what comes out of it. Yeah, I mean, I'd always like every. In December, there's Christmas, which. I'm a. Big Christmas, I'm a big Christmas guy, even though I'm Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves Christmas. Exactly. But this feels like, and then six months after Christmas, or six months after the month of Christmas, is E3. And now we've yep. gone from E3 to Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hanukkah of gaming. Yeah, 
instead of eight crazy nights, it's going to be months. That's more like Kwanzaa. Isn't Kwanzaa longer than Hanukkah? Not like two weeks. Or my way off. I, I, I would not talk about stuff I do not know that we're unsure <laughs> of. I don't want. I don't want to get hit. I don't want to get get hit with a. They're besmirching us. Oh, Kwanzaa's actually five days, so it's even less than Hanukkah. Yeah, Hanukkah. We do it. We know how to party. <laughs> uh, speaking of part a party, new game plus expo showcase is going to be happening a month. From when this is being recorded. Oh wow! And it's going to feature fourteen Japan-centric publishers, such as Sega, uh, Atlas, or Atlas, Atlas, Atlas West, uh, Spike Chunsoft, Grasshopper Manufacturer, SNK, and more. And I'm really happy I didn't screw up Grasshopper because when I first started VGU like seven years ago, I didn't know how to, I wasn't sure how it was spelled. And the person <laughs> editing, looking over the written, the written news piece was like, you made this mistake this time, this time, this time, this time. But okay. <laughs> Guy's name is Chris Herb. Shout out. So do you think we're getting a new Sonic? If Sega is there? <laughs> I'm I'm hoping we get more Alien. Ooh, that would be interesting. Because I watched the Gamers documentary on uh the on Alien's Crucible. Or I watched something something Alien's Crucible related. And boy did I'd rather have that game than Colonial Marines. Was that like before? Oh, it was canceled. I didn't even know about this. It was. It, there was gonna. They had three games running, like being developed at like from oh six to twenty twelve, or from twenty from oh six starting in oh six to twenty two thousand ten with Alien AVP. I think it was originally gonna be twenty. 11 or 2012 for Clone Marines, but then it got pushed back to 2013. And then Crucible just canceled. Wow. I'd never even heard of it. Hmm. So when did Isolation come out? It came out, uh, I think, 2015, 2016. Oh, okay. And then we got Blackout, the mobile sequel to Isolation. <laughs> I love that we're talking about more. We're talking more about alien games than we are about this actual event. <laughs> we just <laughs> going memory lane. Anyway, we digress. <laughs> I mean, there's a few on here that I'm not really familiar with, like Actil Playism. But I mean, you know, I'm familiar with NIS America, Spike Chunsoft, Koei Tecmo. You know, Natsume, I used to like. <laughs> but, 
you know, I like some of the Japanese games that come out, and I'm expecting probably quite a lot of ports. I know people are hoping for Persona Scramble to come out, but if I can get more like visual novels from some of these teams, like the teams behind, um, yeah. Oh my God, um, Virtue's Last Reward and Danganronpa. But, you know, like those kind of games are right up my alley. And if they put out some more or reveal some more here, I'll be perfectly happy with this little expo. Yeah, I've yet to I, I do own while well, I do own the first three Dang, Danganronpa games because Josh and Matt Mobley keep, keep telling kept telling me for like forever to keep like buy it, buy it, buy it. I'd always say I'd buy it but then I, like I wouldn't. But it was you need to play so those. You need to play those so bad. <laughs> I have a lot to play, seemingly. <laughs> I mean, I just bought. Everybody goes to the Rapture. Hell yeah! I have Firewatch and Gone Home installed. Damn! I can't wait to hear how you feel about those. Yeah, even though, like, I, I went about I went about this whole story narrative or story based narrative games. In a weird way. <laughs> I mean, I started with Walking Dead. And then I just went for the Telltale. I basically just went, I just binged Telltale. And then you jumped to Life is Strange. Or was yeah, that before uh... at all? No, uh, I had, I'd always, I like, I kept, buy, I would buy Life is Strange on any platform, like any, any time it was on sale. Yeah. And when I finally got a chance to like make content for the old YouTube channel, not mm-hmm. the old VG channel, the channel we don't speak of. <laughs> I just thought, hey, why not? It's episodic, like like the Telltale stuff, and then and my mind was just blown. See, that's why you got to get on that speaking on things, because like I, I'd love to hear like in real time how this is blowing your mind. Grab yourself a mic and get to it. Be perf, you're a natural. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's missing would be a face cam, so I could do the YouTube react, like the <laughs> typical react face. But I digress. Uh, Summer Game Fest joins with Day of the Devs for two more events in June and July. June and July. And Graydon, and you're the one, you're the one that added this to the docket. Yeah, that I read. I'm I'm looking it up again, but I believe that that's like a more indie centric thing. Yeah, um, it said something about Double Fine, uh, Skybound, oh. Annapurna. Yeah, that's where we're gonna get like a lot of the stuff that's up my alley. Also, that game company, Team Seventeen. What's Team Seventeen? Why do I know that? Uh, Team Seventeen, if I'm not mistaken, made. Oh, they they made Worms, the Escapists. Oh, 
overcooked. Oh, they just did moving out, which looked really fun, and golf with your friends, which is out now on Game Pass. You shill. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, though, I, I, I am happy that there's going to be some. There is still like a well, it's not necessarily a middle ground. It's like a shortcut. Or not, not a shortcut. It's more of a different way of getting to getting from the single A to triple A games. Yeah, like that was always what uh, the kind of funny showcase was. Like it was very, it was you had mixtures of bigger things, and then you would have some indies thrown in, and and uh, and that's that's still happening, right? So that'll be a good place. I just, I think, like I'm. The thing that makes me excited about this is a lot of these indie developers are like people just doing things from home. They don't have a, a an office. So like we could literally take a camera on their home office where everybody's stuck at home doing stuff anyway and show us, hey, what's this tiny little thing that you've got working that like we're not going to see for quite some time. And and we could see so much this summer. It could be awesome. Hopefully, the by doing that, they don't actually get a whole Half Life Two situation. What where they show us too much? No, where they sh- they show they show stuff and give it a really good release, but then the source code gets stolen. Oh no! <laughs> that that is what happened with. Have like two, if I'm not mistaken, right? That sounds about right. Because, like, I, I, I mean, that that'd be actually a good historical, like, time travel idea. What happens if we, if this doesn't happen, and? It has like a big ripple effect. Like Steam never <laughs> happens. Portal never happens. Yeah, that would be crazy. Tetris never happened. If Mario 64 never happened, we wouldn't have half the games we have. <laughs> yeah, and we just have Atari, Atari building hotels and... <laughs> just be Burger Time. Oh no, oh, no that's what we do have. <laughs> but speaking of historic gaming, uh, yeah, I guess I consider them historic. Uh, the Mafia trilogy launched, or two of the three launched, uh, two, literally two and three, and the re- the remake of the first game will be releasing in August. And it's a ground-up remake. I'm really excited for this. Were we surprised by this? Sudden? Like, we talked about it happening last week, but were we surprised that it dropped? I know a couple people were talking in our group about, like, oh, it'll drop tomorrow. <laughs> and, then, and then it did. <laughs> but I didn't expect that. I mean, I... I saw certain tweets. I think it was Emmett who posted 
like he he retweeted a trophy like the trophy guide for oh, two. Right. And he mentioned this this is definitely shadow dropping. So, so I mean, <laughs> I'm glad I have two and three. Yeah. On or three automatically upgrades. Unlike two, which if you have like for Steam, if you have Mafia two classic, as they call it now, you have Mafia two definitive edition. But I am just I am I really want to know what how they're gonna change up Mafia One. I mean, it looks gorgeous from the like stills that I've seen so far. It looks way different. Yeah, because like I I watch I I think I I don't remember what I like what exactly it was I watched. I remember watching a a let's play I think or a long play of it, and the game felt looked. Very, I mean, it was a product of its time. Yeah. I mean, the game came out in 2002, so 18 years later. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't hold up very well. Someone was asking about ha- uh, Mafia Two holding up, which I think it still kind of does, but one most likely does not. Wasn't Just Cause one around that same time too, or am I way off? Oh no, Just Cause. Oh, two thousand six. Yeah. Okay, so I, I ironically know about remember Just Cause from in like in relation to the new season of of The Office, <laughs> in which I had not been following and at, at all, and I'm like, wait, he's working. Jim's not not working at Scranton anymore. What? <laughs> Oh. Yeah, it's it's a tough world out there. <laughs> but speaking of crazy, <laughs> Serious Sam Four is Stadia exclusive until twenty twenty one. I think you mean speaking of absolutely batshit insane. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean if. It is the fran- it is the franchise that to to have like to apply that to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, they're gonna t- pick a game to do that with. <laughs> yeah, there are two things that came out of this reveal, and one was that Stadia finally gets like their big exclusive in Serious Sam Four, and the other being that the harpies don't show their boobs in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're nitpicking. <laughs> that's not what I'm nitpicking. That's what the internet is nitpicking. I haven't seen anything about that. Oh God, people were apparently very pissed that well, the Harpy cons- was not showing her boobs in well, that trailer. Considering everything with surrounding Tifa and the Final Fantasy VII remake, it's it's I can believe it. Oh wow, yeah, people are getting upset. Yeah, uh, it's just dumb. It's so dumb. <laughs> however, however, Serious Sam 4, though, 
It's the first mainline game in the in the series since 2011. Just let that sink in. I was still in high school. Graydon was still in high school. I wasn't even in high school. What? Well, oh, oh, was I'm, I? That was a freshman. That was my freshman year. So yes, I guess so. I was about to do just 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 like jump out a window. Like <laughs> old. No, no, no. Well, what were you? What year? Uh, I was. I was. I think I was a junior or a fresh or a senior. Okay. Old my ass. But yes. It Meanwhile, was a- I had been married a year. For- <laughs> 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 out of school for like <laughs> six or seven. Josh is like, you don't even uh, know old. I hate you too. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, Josh is like, you have not seen the things I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the nom flashbacks. <laughs> oh man, speaking of nom. <laughs> just, I, I still hate, uh, what was that game? Shell Shock 2 Blood Trials. <laughs> Never played it. No, I don't even know what. what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so. Shell Shock 2 or Shell Shock Nom 67 was an, like a multi platform, like a third party game in like the mid 2000s for the Xbox, PS2, GameCube, made by Gorilla Games. This looks really crappy. <laughs> yeah, and the sequel came out in 2008, 2009. And it was basically all about zombies and Nam. Oh. And that is the one game I hate more than anything else. <laughs> it is literally, it is the literal straight to DVD video game. Well, plus you don't do zombies. No, I mean, I no. Well, it kind of varies depending on how it's like they're treated. Oh, okay. But this, but the game just treated it like, like just a strange infection. What? Uh. <laughs> yeah, because that just happens. And the thing is, I paid to rent that game. <laughs> I've been there. I could have gotten the key off G2A, bringing us to our next story. Oh, shit. But, but then <laughs> again, was bound to happen. That was great. But then again, if if I did buy it, it would have been I would have been bought or purchased a stolen key as they got taken the task by. Woob software. Woob. The makers of Factorio. Like, their whole thing was, like... If you haven't been following anything G2A related... They've been accused for many, many... By many, 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 many developers of... Selling stolen keys. And they... They actually pled. They decided. They said it. 
they put the money where their mouth was and said, if you can prove it, we will pay you 10 times the value. And Woob Software found out or approved. And like this, it was all the, there was like, it's just like, why is, is the game key world like, is that marketplace really that lucrative that you throw that off, you throw that out? Like, if you can prove we did it, we will pay you 10 tons or 10 times. <laughs> well, like, I don't get. So when I was hearing, when I was looking at some other like stories about this, they were saying that only this one company came out and did it. But like, if there are other companies who feel this happened, why aren't they coming out? I guess that's where, where I'm lost in this. Like, if you know it, why wouldn't you just say it if you can get money out of it? My guess is that like it's a, out of the three three twenty one or three hundred and twenty one stolen keys nearly two hundred were sold yeah. via G two A's marketplace between March and June of twenty sixteen. So they got caught with their pants down. And I'm not going to make a joke about that. (laughs) Which is great because they've been really shady and to the point of people saying, hey, pirate our games. (laughs) Like we would rather if you can't buy your game, we'd rather you pirate it than go through them. And that's like good. I mean, I'm glad that they that they made good on it and I'm glad that they kind of got comeuppance. So yeah, they had yeah. to pay nearly $40,000. And according to this VG 24 seven story, G2A told Polygon that the whole, this whole thing was quote, the wake up call we needed. <laughs> we got caught. <laughs> yeah, that, that's America. If if you don't, if you can't get caught doing something bad, like something illegal, keep doing it. Yeah, it's only illegal until you get caught. Only <laughs> wait. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> but going to, towards legitimate stuff, Days of Play is back. Are you excited about this? Because I looked at some of the deals and I don't care for many of them. Uh, the deals they have down, I'm not too excited by, but I know there's a lot of digital deals that typically go on this time too. So I'll be keeping an eye on that. But, you know, some yeah. of these games I already have, like Everybody's Golf for 15 bucks, Days Gone, Medieval for 20 like. I want to say this was some of the stuff that was during Black Friday, those kind of sales. So having them around almost, you know, six, seven months later is kind of like, okay. <laughs> like if I didn't take up on it then, what do I care about now? I will you give. Oh, what? You could have, you got, you could have gotten Last of Us Remastered, which has been out for <laughs> almost six <laughs> years now. I've even played it now. <laughs> for $10. <laughs> 
plus stacks. Yeah, no, some of the some good things that they have listed, they got MLB twenty, which we we uh, we approve. Go that should you should get it. It's forty bucks. Uh Predator, which is fantastic, thirty bucks. Um Astrobot, I know Emmett like swears by it's is fantastic. Only, it's only ten bucks. And but um you can get a gold wireless headset. You could do that as well. <laughs> I don't know who would, probably someone who would want to show that they I think I think is having gold accessories the whole uh fat guy in the dark ages type thing? <laughs> <laughs> And I will elaborate, I, I swear. <laughs> please, please do. Please do. <laughs> uh, being fat in the... Back in the... Like in the pre... And like in the bad times. Showed that... You were wealthy and you could afford a bunch of food. Oh, true. And it would show... And people would want to be with you because... You have immense wealth. <laughs> But oh, how times have changed. <laughs> yeah, so having a gold headset means that you're real bougie. <laughs> Wait, what? What did you say? I said, so <laughs> I said so having a gold headset means that you're real bougie. I do not even know that, what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I don't have a full fridge of food, but I do have this gold wireless headset over here. <laughs> Can I interest you in my gold line? I have a gold controller to go with it. Have you seen my amount of bouge? <laughs> then he tries. He tries biting on the someone. The, the guy Tate tries to take him up on the offer. Tries biting down on the headset. <laughs> try to see if prove it's like try to see whether or not it's fake gold. <laughs> this is fool's gold, sir. <laughs> this is full of technology. <laughs> Please get us out of this hell. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna have we're gonna have to talk about Fortnite. Yay! <laughs> A game that I did not know I had installed until I uh, until the every single time I check my library and says you have Fortnite and I go no I don't I didn't download this get get it out of here this is our second week at least talking about Fortnite which makes this our Fortnite news of the week sound the alarms <laughs> it's Fortnite time <laughs> No, no. Instead of that, it should have been should have been Kiss from a Rose playing. <laughs> Considering the the top or the story, so Fortnite is going to be, or there's going to be a movie shown in in game of Fortnite. Uh, Tenet, Tenet, Tenet. Yeah, the trailer for it was was shown or is shown. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I am very confused about this. Like, I mean, I'm happy that Epic has something that they can just win the team demographic with. 
or the kid demographic at that. Wait, that's how, that's why all the mass shootings are happening. Oh Jesus! <laughs> we figured it out. Why? Because of Fortnite? Uh, because for Christopher Nolan. No, because the youth are, are they're playing all the all the gun games. Oh yes, yes, of course. That's also why there's so many tree houses because Fortnite kids can't stop building things. Yeah, but there is a new, <laughs> there is a new Roosted show about building stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know this news about showing yeah, a trailer I, I, and maybe a movie. All it's made me want is PlayStation Home to come back. <laughs> Yeah, like I would much rather watch that and something like that as opposed to, hey, this game where we all a hundred of us drop in and try and kill each other. Let's chill out and I guess watch a movie theater in that level. I don't really know how it works. Like that's all it wants me that I want to do is just put on PlayStation Home and jump to the movie theater and watch the stuff there. I mean, the movie has Kenneth Branagh, Robert Pattinson. And like Jane. Britain's men. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I really do not want to talk about Fortnite. Let's move on. <laughs> He's just yeah, like, he, all motivation is dropped out of <laughs> Alan. Now, now this... Now this new story I'm actually really in- intrigued by with uh, Tencent taking over development duties of Ch- System Shock 3. Give so, us some backstory. Okay, so it was the game was announced back in 20, 2015 and it was being developed by Starbreeze, which had I was excited because I never played a System Shock game, as I'm currently waiting for the the remake of the first game to get or to finish, be, like to finish being made. And like Warren Spector was. Like he was creative creative advisor to the game to Starbreeze on the game, oh, wow. which was perfect because that that game, like him and Ken Levine, like that that basically made them. Yeah. It's. I mean, apparently Starbreeze, like they like the development, their development cycle of System Shock Three was suffering from various setbacks, uh, money troubles, and. Other side entertainment, which is pretty, like, I, I think it's publishing the game. Mm-hmm. 
they mentioned that like they tweeted out they tweeted they did a one of those uh like story tweets where it just post 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 <laughs> a wall of text if you will well this is more of a opening crawl for like star wars or <laughs> buck rogers uh they tweeted out we, we are happy to announce that tencent will be taking the system shock franchise forward and the second tweet was as a smaller indie studio, it had been challenging for us to carry this project on our own. We believe Tencent's deep capabilities and expertise as a leading game company will bring the franchise to new heights. Guess we'll see. Bad. Why? I'm not. I'm. Like, and I swear, if we were doing this in the like in the middle of the day, I'd be much more sharper. You're good. Uh, Night Dive, who is who is working on the remake of the first game that I said I was waiting for, my frothing demand. Which is a very deep cut IGN reference. <laughs> uh, they they still own the System Shock IP. So take with that what you will. Yeah, that uh, remake looks good. Didn't they release like a demo recently of the remake? Yeah, I tried. Pl- I, I I played it, or I tried playing it, and everything was all great until I ran into a puzzle. Oh no! <laughs> that is my one weakness with video games: puzzles. <laughs> Can I introduce you to the witness? <sighs> a game of puzzles. Uh, can I actually bring up the? Like I mentioned before we recorded today, or before we recorded this, or no, well, we are recording this. What am I talking about? <laughs> what, seriously, Where this episode is. I think I'm going to tell this episode listen to Alan loses, <laughs> loses, lose himself. No. I mentioned I want to talk about a certain news story. Oh, yeah, your graph. Yeah, so it's it's about W2K22. And 2K is they're actually listening to the to the fans. Hopefully, let, let's wait until we see the finished product before we say. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but they like there. There is a I do I do like I do have a graph from. Uh, the SmackdownHotel.com, and the top five or the top six requests are like the number one request is jam mode, which I miss so much. 
Would that, that be I, like a franchise mode? Uh, it's okay. So GM mode would be you're running SmackDown, Raw, or in the in the next in the in two K twenty two if it gets in NXT. You can you can sign superstars. You can trade superstars to the different shows. Okay. And the whole point is to be the get the most ratings. Win win the best GM award, and just keep playing until the whole thing collapses in on itself. Until you die. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Vince McMahon mode, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that is actually the best way I've heard it described. <laughs> uh, second is Credit Story, which was Please. in. God, I would love to be able to create a story again in those games. Yeah. I've had one in the back of my head for so many years. I did. <laughs> just involve... like, please give me the option to get it out. It doesn't involve CM Punk. It does not involve Kai and Ty. Yeah. Oh, I thought I, I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> I thought yours was gonna be CM Punk getting hit by a Lincoln Town Car. It <laughs> involves getting hit by a Lincoln Town Car. Yes. What? <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna. Uh, they want to revive missing match types. So like, casket uh, match is one that I remember from the I think first second SmackDown game mm-hmm. back in the late '90s. Uh, ongoing live updates, which that is the that is a big thing with this with this game series. Like Bailey turned he turned like she became a bad girl and and the the game had just come out so she was still like bubbly everything uh and all new t- universe mode and custom music the reason I chose that one was that was something that the like from two th- SmackDown vs. Raw 2008 to WWE 2K14, I think, or any of the ones on PS3 and Xbox 60, you had the ability to update wrestlers like the theme music, and the only way you can do it now is if you have like a PC version and certain software. That stinks. Yeah, so I just want to talk about that. Can I just say, I just Googled what a casket match was. Yeah. Because I have never heard of this in my life. Oh, they're so great. (laughs) Is that the, quote, the object of the match is to completely conceal an opponent inside a casket. (laughs) <laughs> and now I'm done reading wrestling Wikipedia for the day. That was like the prior step before they started doing buried alive matches. <laughs> oh my god, what's that? They got to dig a hole and then cover there's it up. All, no, the, there's holes already, already, the holes are already dug. <laughs> you have to literally just in the game. You had to 
like take grapple the guy and kind of force him into the hole. Oh my god! And then you bury him a lot, or or no, a forklift. Oh no, come no, on! <laughs> no, like construction equipment drops, like buries the person, and your oh guy my... is just like taunting the guy, like taunting the guy who's now <laughs> presumably dead. Of course. But now <laughs> things have moved on to the boneyard match. Oh. And uh Firefly Funhouse match. You should really go watch some of these green. They're pretty great. I've seen that Funhouse thing. I like that creepy looking dude who turns all the lights off and then shows up with a spooky mask. I like I like that. Oh, the fiend? Bray Wyatt. Yeah. yeah, that dude. I like him. But I know nothing else. Like I'll wrestling will come by me and I'll I'll know certain bits and pieces, but I never understand the entirety of it. That is a that's a facet of life that I just I just let be. It's it's okay. <laughs> but like I love you guys' passion for it. <laughs> but but yeah, that is not for me. It's for everybody, Greg. You just have to find the right thing for you. If oh, hey, God. have you ever wanted to see an old woman give birth to a hand? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it's that Quite is- literally, an old woman gave birth to a hand. <laughs> Not a baby, just a hand. Yeah, maybe this episode should be called Everybody Loses Their Minds. <laughs> because I have, there is nothing left going on in my mind now. Wow, I'm going to go down a spiral on YouTube later. Okay, let's move on to uh, something that, Graydon, you do know a lot about, presumably. Oh, yeah. Call of Duty Warzone's new meta game will unveil Black Ops Cold War. Yeah, so this, uh, I came across this, and I, it's weird because it's like, it's kind of speculation, but then people will be like, oh no, it's definitely called this, and here's why we know it's definitely called this. But there hasn't been an official, like, Activision confirmation yet, I guess. Um, but what is going on is Warzone, the free-to-play Battle Royale that they have in place, um, which is is awesome and really genuinely fun. And I think that <laughs> like like by liking that i would probably like fortnite <laughs> but it's just the the uh stigma around fortnite that makes me not want to touch it <laughs> but i i really like call of duty and uh so anyway in the warzone people are uh finding that um if you go into these vaults that I don't know if they were, I get, yes, they were like previously locked away. Now you can go into them. You can do like some exploration and there's, uh, oh my God, Josh. <laughs> oh, there's, um, they're, they're finding like pieces of, of black ops stuff. So like there was a RCXD, there was a spy plane and like, they're just like models of it. And so somehow people have, and then there's there's a nuclear warhead somewhere in the map, and somebody thinks that that it's going to launch and kind of re uh, just restructure the map like Fortnite did when everything blew up 
and uh and then like hint more toward a new black ops and so somehow out of this we got the name black ops cold war and uh it's gonna it's supposedly gonna be a prequel to the original black ops which would be awesome because i really i love black ops one i'm actually replaying it right now um and two was kind of meh and then three i thought was horrible and four i i really liked even though it didn't really have a story um but it was just so different from everything that it didn't even need to be a black ops but if you brought that name back in time to cold war times and uh they said they'd reference vietnam a bit and stuff like i just i think that this could be awesome so i'm super excited i mean my i i remember like that i i think it was an old episode of players club where i mentioned or where i was at that or the old show that we don't talk about for obvious reasons <laughs> I mentioned to like me and Emma were just talking about Call of Duty, and I mentioned I have I mean, I think I have a few. I started naming off like every single like one that was available on Xbox 60. Yeah, and now I'm starting to do the same thing on PC where I have uh the like the original Call of Duty games, like the ones from, like the early 2000s. Yeah, I don't have any of the originals. The earliest I have is World at War. Yeah, and like, I'm, I'm like I remember buying uh, two Black Ops Two for PC, and how and that and that weird character who had a had a hard on for knee, kneecapping people. Was that Michael Rooker's character? No, it was the villain. He would get he would. Find oh, Menendez. Someone. Yeah, he would just like shoot either shooting him in the knee, <laughs> and apparently, like, you had to play you had to win all the multiplayer or in-game multiplayer matches against bots to get the good ending. And I was like, "What? What is this?" Yeah, yeah. Black Ops Two had multiple endings, and all of them were pretty bad. And it just, it didn't know what to do with, like, it, it claimed to be a choose-your-own-adventure type thing with some different decisions, and then they still all sucked. <laughs> I never, I could not get into Black Ops 2. One of my friends, like, swears by it, so really to each his own. I mean, uh, David Goyer, who wrote Black Ops 1, he kind of moved up to Star Wars, so. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he 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 wrote the Vader Immortal VR series. Oh wow! Which I've been really wanting to play since I do like I I've had an Oculus Quest since our Oculus Quest uh, since Christmas. Oh, you have? Yeah, I just I just use it to experience theme park rides. Now I've been thinking about getting one of those. You recommend it? Uh, yes. If your computer's, uh, if it if it can run VR games, I suggest a link cable. Okay. So you can you can play the games like certain uh, Vive and Rift games can be played on the Quest via a link cable. 
And the quest is the one that you can do without even needing to plug it in, right? For the games that are available for that for the quest, yes. Okay. Cool. Sold. What I am sold on is <laughs> the uh, what was it? Oh, the possible June showcase for PS5, or like the game lineup lineups for the PS5. The rumors early June. Man, I'm so tired. <laughs> Yeah, so I know the, I think June 5th was the date originally being tossed around, but sounds like it has possibly been moved maybe a week or so. Um, Jeff Grubb, he was the one who broke the, um, you know, like Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, um, Paper Mario, those games are coming back. He also mentioned that June 4th was the original day, and then it was moving. Um, and that there was supposed to be a ton of games on there, and that might be slightly changed now, probably because of <laughs> everything that has happened over the past two months. Um, but yeah, it sounds like we should be seeing the PlayStation 5 here in the next, I would say by this time next month, we'll probably see it and see games for it. And it's about damn time because I. <laughs> What next gen hurry up and get here? I mean, I remember if you like, do you guys remember when the PS3 first launched in 06 and Sony mentioned they had a 10 year plan for it? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I'm thinking of, I'm thinking like they're, they're doing like a similar thing with PS4. Because like PS4 launched seven years ago, there will still be games coming out like cross gen once the PS5 and Xbox Series X come come out. Yeah, it, it was weird because like when I feel like when 360 died, like when the one came out. It came out with a lot of exclusives that yeah, were like just Dead Rising Three. Yeah, and didn't wasn't Sunset a launch game? Uh, no, it, no, it was uh, Sunset Overdrive was announced at E3 2014. Oh, but then like the 360 kind of just there was barely any any new stuff coming out as far as I can recall, but well, like. The third third party stuff still still like came out like uh, W two K the two the two like a lot of sports games were oh, cross gen. Okay. Life yeah. Strange was cross gen. Oh right. So like Telltale games. I think it was tell like every Telltale game prior to Walking Dead season three. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that was the first one. All right, then I'm wrong. I I 
retract that. <laughs> I mean, if you're the, when it comes to the 360 release and the old original Xbox, they just cut that shit and ran. Yeah. So you think they're doing that? They won't be doing that. You think that they'll keep putting out PS4 stuff for a while? I, ho- I hope so because I mean they've they have I mean before the PS4 or when like before PS4 there was the Vita and the and the PS3. And they had to. Fo- they were focusing on both those. Well, yeah, they were focusing ninety-five percent on the PS3 and five percent on the Vita. Oh, it's sad, but it's true. I'd give them maybe ten percent. <laughs> it got a substantial amount of JRPGs. <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't Sony support. <laughs> <laughs> it's all third parties. True, true. They got Unit Thirteen. Oh man, I had that. that Freedom I had, Wars. Remember yeah, Unit Thirteen? Free... <laughs> they got a uh, fucking that. That Uncharted was the first Uncharted game I ever played. Was it the... <laughs> uh, the Golden Something? Golden Abyss. Golden Abyss. Yeah. Yeah. They also had uh, the. Lucas Rush, the Lucas Arts remakes of of what? Uh, Daily Tentacle. Uh, oh right, Grim Fandango. Vita was sure. essentially my pre-switch, <laughs> where yeah, it, like, it, it was the indie machine for me. Hell yeah! Now, if only they. Just no, no, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> no, well, let's go for a ride to the rumor windmill. We can just, <laughs> we can just look. We can just look at it at at it whirl in the in the wind. It's so big with its <clears throat> large blades. Uh, the Walking Dead season five has been confirmed as a fake. Yeah, and I'm sad about it. I mean, you kind of want to end on a high. I mean, I do want to end... I wanted to end Clementine's story on a high. And I feel we did that. But I feel that this would have been a cool jumping off point to get spinoffs from the series. And to get something going with characters. Like, I feel like when... They had season three because to to address the rumor, uh, it was going to be a spinoff of season three with Hobby. They were going to bring Kenny back into it. Uh, it was going to have a, essentially none of the other characters in it and just be its own standalone thing. And and I just feel like that that season three was not meant to be, hey, let's introduce more people so that we can do something with them. It was just kind of to get... I feel like there was a reason why they put Javi into it. Maybe to to have uh, focus off Clementine or something, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. But 
this just would be a great way to be like, hey, people like this, let's continue it. Um, but they also, that being said, it was thinking it was going to be more like survival based. It was going to be less uh, telltale, choose your own adventure type thing, make your yeah. own decisions. Like um, more, so more in the style of the of the Skybound or not Skybound Telltale Skybound uh, season four. Yes, where they Which sort of was... gave gave some control back to. Or gave them some control of the Clementine. Yeah. And some more action. And like, it just, it would have been, I was very excited for it, even though, just because I, I like the characters, I love that universe so much. And, and just being in it, I would like to see more ways that they could take it. Um, so personally, I wasn't really like, oh, let it, let it die or whatever. <laughs> but I mean, I understand let the, the hype die don't put it out like now but i thought that like down the road this would be cool but yes alas uh, skybound came out and said there's no plans at all for a season five and and thus the rumor mill takes what she gives it cut up your hope for a new walking dead game yes <laughs> The will, the, the mill takes its toll. <laughs> As the wind blows, the mill goes. Uh, next up, and our last, actually, uh, Gran Turismo Seven leaked by PS4 or PlayStation Brazil to be a PS4 game. That was so weird. Did anybody else see that, or was I like? It was the image, right? Yeah, was, like yeah. <laughs> It was a poll. So initially, somebody had thought that uh, that it was just kind of leaked, and then Sony came out and said, "No, that's not true." And then Sony Brazil goes and makes a poll of what games. What was the poll about? What games would you like to see? Or I, I, I forget. I have to pull it up. They yeah, made uh, which of these games do you prefer to play on living room sofa with someone? Yeah, and so they have FIFA twenty, which we already have. Just Dance. 20, which we have, Knack 2, which is the clear answer, and and then Gran Turismo 7, which doesn't exist. And and it was like right in this time that everything was going on. And I it, it's just it's very it's a very weird telling leak, I feel. Yeah, I mean I mean, Gran Turismo 7 is going to happen. It's yeah, just it's, a matter of when. Yeah, it's not a matter of if, but when. I mean, I remember back in like 2004, or I think, I think 2004, 2005, pl- having like having a blast playing uh, Gran, Gran Turismo 4 on PS2. Like I, I'd, I'd skip school my my brother's friends would come over. We just play that in, in baseball games. You skip school to play Gran Turismo? Uh yeah. I see I never had I didn't have PS3 at the time, so like a Gran Turismo was never a thing that I really had. My when I bought a 360, I got Forza bundled with it and I was just instantly bred into Forza. 
Um, Wait, and, have uh, you have you played Project Project Gotham Racing? Yeah, I played. The okay, good. Uh, so I, I almost had a. Oh, that could have been could have been something bad. <laughs> Why? Because Why that game like, that game series deserves credit. Yeah, no, it was very good. It had bikes. It had it had cars and motorcycles. <laughs> um, but yes, no, I, I I was surprised when at that last that Xbox thing, uh, it was dirt and not Forza. And I think that it would be weird if Forza didn't launch with the Series X, but well, we have no idea about that either. Well, keep in mind they're doing the for all the first party stuff in July. Oh, true. So that could so, just be a secret surprise drop. Again, it could be oh, like just a case of not if, but when. But when, yeah. Agreed. But yeah, GT7, we're probably getting it. Thanks to Sony Brazil. The rumor windmill as she blows and we bask in her beauty. She reminds us of the horizon. And uh, I think that brings us to the end of this episode. (laughs) Congratulations, guys. We made it past an hour. Hell yeah. And Graydon, when it comes to wrestling, because there is a birth in this chat that you have to see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just don't look up Katie Vick. Yes, Ooh. please don't do that. Your response <sighs> says that it was part is just keep 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 it like that. <laughs> you know how I said that there are great things for everybody in wrestling. Katie Vick is one of those things that was bad for everybody in wrestling. There's nothing good to come out of Katie Vick. Oh, we have a video called The Life and Times of Katie Vick. Here nope, I come. Nope, don't watch it. Here I come. <laughs> no, it'll, mel- it'll melt your face. Can we just go <laughs> another hour talking about wrestling? I would totally be down for that. <laughs> no, we've got we to gotta end on a high note. we got to sign <laughs> all that. I want to talk about the Rocket Sock Connection! <laughs> Man, he's a bigger wrestling fan than you. Unless it's just the sleepiness. It's mainly the sleepiness. I could sit here and talk about how I don't like the latest edition of Total Extreme Wrestling. But we've got, we all, we all, all three of us have to go to sleep. <laughs> the day, the time must go and do its thing. So much like the wind to the room. Like the wind. <laughs> she spins so the hands of time. <laughs> I have been your, your very sleepy host, Alamir. And I want to thank Graydon and Josh for joining me. Thank you. Always a pleasure. And oh from there I almost I almost forgot my my catchphrase. Stay safe, stay sane. <laughs>